Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Kyle Costa Show presented by The Big Lead. It is that time of week again. It is time to discuss the International Baseball League of West Michigan. This is the internet's only and most trusted home for IBLWM news, notes, commentary, and analysis. So you hear that big media? I'm angling for a pickup deal. We can blow this thing out. Be like the next John Boy. It's a very niche audience, but it's a passionate one. And, and I believe with the right leadership, we can get to where we want to go, at least branching out to perhaps Central Michigan and Eastern Michigan. And in five years, maybe some interest in the Upper Peninsula. We're going to start small. We're going to build big. I'm filibustering and I'm stalling because, gah, I am contractually obligated to give an episode after what I would say was probably the worst performance by the Cubs in the last five years, in my five years in the league. We got embarrassed. We got outplayed. We got out-hustled. We got outclassed. We got out-energied. We got out everything. And <laughs> oh boy, did we pay a dear price in the form of just a brutal defeat. Fell down nine to nothing to the Padres, mounted a six run eighth inning when it was far too late. Probably started the comeback one inning behind schedule. Ultimately fell to the Padres nine to six got to give a shout out to Padres hurler Alec Koval, who was fantastic once again he's been dominant all season he's a real ace for seven innings he kept us off balance and kept us off the scoreboard and he's a playoff pitcher he's got it going on he can locate his fastball really well he didn't walk anybody he's got a 
awesome off-speed pitch. Very deceptive. Looks like he heart throws a bit harder than he actually does, but that's not a knock against him. That's just speaking to the inability to get comfortable about any one type speed fastball. He mixed them really well. Our lineup, as we all know, is very good, and he shut them down without too much stress. There was not a lot of foot traffic on the bases. Just a quiet, meek, often quick one, two, three innings. And it's the second time this year where we've been held scoreless through seven or eight innings. The first came in the opening day loss to the A's. It's been happening more often than we would like it to happen this season. A couple no decisions on my register that ultimately turned into wins are a result of kind of a slow start on the offensive side of the baseball. Two runs through six, two runs through seven, then needing a late flurry, oftentimes not on the big fly, piece together, small ball, just doing enough to win. And I think if you look at some of the Cubs victories this year, they've been 50-50. And the record in not so much one-run games, but close games has been really good until now. And this is technically a close game, but it was only a close game because their starter came out of the game and we took advantage of some free passes. Ariel Sanchez hits a grand salami. It was great to see that. We brought the tying run to the plate three different times. We went 0 for 3 in those at-bats. That's, you know, I think there's definitely an event horizon where I'm sitting here today talking about one of the greatest comebacks in the history of this league for sure, but, but, but any type of league. And I think if you talk to the Padres, they would say that they felt it as well after the game. Tommy, who came in uh, and got three big outs for the save, just as big of outs as you'll ever see, made the pitches he needed to do, located his, his fastball really well. You know that he's excellent with his curve as well, but he threw his fastball with confidence and effectiveness and you know, fanned Mo to end the game in, in a huge, huge pitch. But he let it be known that it was uh, a little too close for comfort. And I think all those guys on the other side of the diamond felt the same way. And it's been a common refrain on this podcast that we couldn't wait to see what the Padres had because they had some good results out there. They had some surprising results out there. We knew that they had a good defense, that they were young, that they were athletic, that they put together good at bats. And now we know. And that's a team that can win the championship. I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but no doubt in my mind, absolutely no doubt in my mind. If you were to ask anybody walking by beautiful Hillcrest dog park slash baseball field on Sunday, which was the better team out there? Every single person would have said the Padres, including, including everybody in the Cubs dugout. Because trust me, that wasn't fun and we knew it. And there was a lot of medicine taking over there. And what I was encouraged by was the different ways in which that was being processed. Um, I pitched the first three and two thirds innings, gave up two runs, a lot of hits, 
wasn't shut down by any measure of the imagination. Again, sort of a shorter outing this week because we were going to try to get through twice in the order. Uh, I think I made it there. Sam came on in relief, was not as effective as he was in his, his debut, but still did pretty well. Got a bit loose defensively and Christian was wild and, and bounced some pitches in kind of a spiky way early on before regaining his form and, and actually pitching quite well over the last seven or eight outs he recorded. But anyway, I was, I was on the bench for the second half as things got, went from close to not so close. And there's a lot of different ways that things were being processed in terms of, you know, anger, disappointment, frustration, reasoning, all that stuff. And, and I thought that there were really good conversations by everybody in there who this is rare. It's rare for the Cubs to really get trounced and to really get their next step done and sit there and have to deal with that on a Sunday. And it's no fun. It's no fun. And maybe I don't appreciate how rare that is when you play for a winning team perennially. Yeah, there's a lot to do over there in terms of, of processing it and trying to move on from it and bringing some positive elements out of it. Maybe we got there. Maybe we didn't. I think the six runs in the eighth inning and the at bats improved, attitude improved. I think that we didn't walk away completely empty-handed. So as it stands, Cubs finish first half of the season before the All-Star break, eight and three. That is enough to keep us in second place. And now there's five games left. Got to win them all. Every team in the playoff picture needs to win them all. Uh, but for the Cubs specifically, I think my takeaway is two things. Number one, we're going to be there. We're going to be in the playoffs. We don't have to worry about missing them. That was maybe a small concern at some point this season as we got off to a two and two start and didn't really know what else was going on around the league. And we saw things getting more competitive. So not worried about missing the playoffs, which is great. And I think likely will be the two or three, maybe the four, if we slip up and, and drop two games down the stretch. But I believe we would have to drop two or five in order to fall all the way to four. But number two, and perhaps most importantly, is you start to look at our record against good teams. And it's not so great. Losses to the A's, the Cardinals, and the Padres, the very top of the league outside of the Mariners. Then you go down to the Braves and White Sox. We're three and three against those teams. It's not wonderful. A lot of the issue has been, I think, offense quietness and a little bit of trouble when it comes to fielding the outs we need to field. I've proven that I can shut people down, but I've also proven that teams can get to me and force us to do option number two and option number two has been pretty reliable in Christian this year. There's just been a couple times where the control hasn't been there and he's not as great as he could potentially be. Uh, I remain confident that'll be there. I think Sam's been a nice addition, but 
yeah, I guess we're just a team. We're not as dominant as we've been maybe three of the first four years I was in the league. But then again, last year we lost five regular season games. I believe we were 13 and five. Uh, and those five losses came in a stretch of like seven to eight games. So I don't know. I mean, there's been some low spots along the way in, in previous seasons. So I don't think that there's any real reason to panic. But to me, that's just the adjustment to new reality of this league, getting better, getting more competitive, going to be harder to do something special and certainly need to bring your A game each and every Sunday because anybody's liable to jump up and get you. Quick programming note, allow this to be a advertisement for the All-Star Game on Sunday at Sullivan. Uh, Congrats to everybody selected. Congrats to everybody who will participate in the Home Run Derby or watch the Home Run Derby. All-Star Sunday is pretty special. It's great to play with the best in the league, and it's best to be a teammate of someone who you normally aren't a teammate with and to see I think the competition in the home run derby has gotten pretty intense um we've been lucky to have Ariel win it a few times hopefully one of our guys can win and kind of keep that going uh but it's fun it's fun to go out to that little ballpark and watch the ball fly out and pepper the houses in left field and hope that they don't come out and yell at you about doing the damage Let's zip around the league and talk about some other results. The big one, the White Sox beat the A's five to four. Another nice outing from the Southpaw from the South side. It's four losses for the A's. Now the White Sox, it's the biggest victory in franchise history. Congratulations. I was pegging it as the game of you guys' franchise and you delivered. It was a huge, huge win talk about the standings at the end but this team is going to give you everything that they've got they've got a couple options pitching they put the ball in play they give good at bats they have energy I'm excited to see that they're going to be a bigger factor going forward in the playoff chase as everything kind of tightens up the A's to me it doesn't seem like they have the exact same firepower they did last year as they won the championship. But I also know that those guys are championship tested. They have the medal. They have a really good pitcher. They have a really great catcher. They have a slugger who is as good as anybody when he's there. I think much like us, they don't need to be think the sky is falling. I think they need to be calibrating their expectations to, okay, we're going to have to win some big playoff games. And we obviously have the talent to win it. And then we also are probably going to have more experience than some of the other teams that are in this tournament. And hopefully that works out to their advantage. I think that's probably their thought process in the clubhouse, but another good game. If that's a preview of an opening around playoff matchup, wonderful, because that would mean excellent things for the league and excellent league for the fans wanting to see a good game. The Cardinals remain atop the standings. They have, but one blemish. They go 10 and one in the first half as they beat the pirates 11 to three great pitching again, great hitting 
they've established themselves clearly as the best team in the league record wise. And maybe that advantage is a little bit larger than we expected between whoever is number two. And I think that's a crown that a couple of different teams are vying for, but potentially, but really haven't made the strongest case on the field to claim the power. Another win for the power five to three over the tigers uh, power playing some good baseball lately. That's four of their last five pitching is a lot better than it was early in the season. This game I happened to catch the end of it was tightly played good defense, good baseball game out there. Good to see that from two teams outside the playoff picture, but obviously uh, put on a nice brand of, of ball out there at Hillcrest. The Marlins get a much needed win 13 to 11 over the Royals. The Marlins are going to have to outslug you this year and they have the bats to do it. Just a matter of, can they do it each and every game down the stretch? They're still alive. They just need to get on a hot streak, get some decent pitching and then have the bats wake up there because they can catch the ball. They have a lot of different options. I wouldn't want to play them on any given day. If they get hot, you know, hope is not lost for them. This was an absolute must uh, to take down the Royals and they were able to win one of these close games. I know that they've been kind of falling on the other side of some of these slugfests. So that's good to see if you're uh, a Marlins fan. The Mariners, nine to seven over the Braves, probably another game that's huge in the playoff picture. Mariners had to have it. Braves close though. You can see that there's some real competitiveness there. I like the Braves. I like the Braves attitude this year a lot. I feel like they're in these games more consistently. I feel like they're going to be really tough to beat when they have their best pitching. Uh, they have a high ceiling and I really like how they manage expectations week to week. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of the players over there on that team. I've grown in my level of appreciation for their game through the years playing them that was that was my first game uh was against the Braves I remember when I joined the league I was either going to be on the Cubs or over there I ended up on the Cubs but I've watched that team from afar and great guys very fun to play great attitudes always have and I think that they've really taken some strides to make themselves at least in the conversation of one of the one of the top four teams in this league and if they get in again like everybody else going to be a hard out and going to be fun and they will deserve it. And I just, it's fun to share this experience with a lot of different teams who at this point are like us thinking, do we have what it takes? What do we got to do? What's it, what do others got to do? Like, it's really fun to get in that headspace week to week and, and distract you. So that brings us to a look at the standings Cardinals all alone. They will be the one seed barring a collapse down the stretch, they are 10 and one. The Cubs, we are eight and three. So are the Mariners, but we hold the tiebreaker over the Mariners. That's why we are in the two spot right now. A's are fourth at seven and four. Padres fifth at seven and four. Braves six and five. And the White Sox six and five for the six and seven spot. The Marlins are four and seven. The Power are four and seven. The Pirates are three and eight. The Royals are two and nine. And the Tigers are now one and 10. And those are the IBWLM standings. When I look at those, boy, like we've been saying every single week, 
the bottom is pretty contentious. The race for number two is wide open. How these divisions stack up will be extremely important in terms of who you get to play and who you don't get to play. So not everybody is going to get a tiebreaker. There are going to be times where you've only played them once in the year. Think of it kind of like the Big Ten basketball season. You might only get a game away at Wisconsin. You might not get that return date. I got to say, I was dreading coming on here to talk about just a brutal experience on Sunday. But in all honesty, it's good to lose. It's good to be out there. In the moment, it's it's no fun. And it was embarrassing. But hey, we deserved it. We deserve to be embarrassed a little bit. They played harder. They played smarter. And, you know, the only thing that the Cubs can do is to find a way to turn it into a positive, which we will, which we've done a lot of times. And I think that we've been fortunate to not drop more close games throughout this year. So we're still in a good spot. We still control our destiny. That's all we could ever ask for. Um, Enjoy the all-star game this weekend. I don't know. We'll do something special for that. Probably as long as Javi can get me credentialed and get me access to the players. And then after that, the second half starts, it's only going to get better from here. It's only getting more exciting. The stakes are only going to rise. Keep it tuned to the Kyle Costa show presented by the big lead. And we'll see you out of the ballpark. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.